0: Oh. 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 oh Thank you for tuning in to this week's cantrip. This week, we have something very special in store for you. It's a little bit shorter because we've been busy little bees. Busy little bees. But I do have some special info. ...for you before we get started.
1: (laughs) I don't know what that voice was. Hey, this is Roger from Rock and Roll for Initiative. Just wanted to drop some knowledge bombs your way before diving into this week's cantrip. First off, we're working on getting our social media presence out there. It's always a little tough because, ugh, jobs... Ugh, mortgage payments.
0: Ugh. <laughs>
1: but, you know, th- this show here takes up a lot of our free time. And I don't know if that says something about the quality of our show or our ineptitude as being fairly new at this. But I just wanted to let you know that in the coming weeks, we're going to be blaring out some social media
0: blitzkriegs, if you will. What you can come to expect is a TikTok video every Monday and every Friday. Oh my gosh, TikTok, yeah, that's right, TikTok. But more than that, you can also come to expect regular website updates
1: as well as tweets on Twitter, Rx, or whatever the hell it's called i i don't know anymore regardless checking us out on social media search up rock and roll for initiative on facebook twitter tiktok what have you you're gonna be finding a whole slew of new weekly updates would you look at that in addition We're looking for feedback. We've been so thankful for all the wonderful people who have been listening to our show. This has blown up way more than we ever thought it would. What we would love is to hear some of your feedback. What are we doing great? What are we kind of sucking at? Please, please let us know. When we sit down here in the basement and make these episodes, we get so deep in the rabbit hole that good God, God. It can be tough to figure out if it's actually worth some of the things we're doing, or if we need to dial them back, or dial them forward, or sideways, or walkways. and oh no, I've gone cross-eyed. So what I'm saying is, please, if you like the show, connect with us, drop us a line, or at the very least, leave a like or a review on whatever service it is you're using. Okay. I've taken up enough of your time this week. Me and my best
0: friends sit down and discuss the intricacies of our history with the game that is Dungeons and Dragons.
2: How do you guys feel about Mike's Hard Lemonade? So okay, uh, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought that up. So <laughs> I there's a Mike's commercial that I see. <laughs> I have thoughts about this. Yeah,
3: honestly, I do. I'm very it's not that I'm opinionated about things that matter, but the things that I am opinionated about, I am. Anal.
2: <laughs>
3: and there's that a is 100% commercial. True. There's a commercial that they run where it's like the everybody's got a mic inside of them, and it's the guy like, oh man, I gotta go over to that next convenience store oh, but there's, there's a marathon, the marathon. running <laughs> yeah. and i'm thinking like so your whole premise is like you're that much of an alcoholic a narcissistic alcoholic at that to interrupt a marathon for all that and then you get it back and oh i just got it for my friend and i'm just like okay i'm fine with the inclusion there honestly new york city is fine but st- i went off the rail. <laughs> the tone in the room when I said
4: that. I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously we're going to cut this part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, my real gripe with the commercial is how fucking, like, you're literally advertising, hey, I want, like, he's a hero for doing that. The the circle jerk that everything is in advertising just really bothers me in general, and that's one that really sticks in my well, craw, no
2: pun intended. Do you remember a couple of years ago... As a flavor, I. I fucking love Mike's art. You remember a couple years ago, the uh, the Pepsi commercial with Kylie Jenner? Oh, <laughs> then, where she solved poverty? She she, she, solved, uh, she solved racism. Yeah, with she pals, solved racism. You know, the power of Pepsi. Yeah. I, so toned up. It was just toned up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then there was a follow-up. Yeah, yeah, with, the yeah. follow-up
3: where she's at Kent State.
2: Oh, I haven't seen that one. Right? Oh, oh, never, never mind. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, I thought you meant, like, the thing, like, that, how, the, the reaction to it, follow-up, not the... <laughs> No, I, no, I no. didn't think you were gonna make a joke there. <laughs> yeah, no, no,
3: yeah, yeah, I didn't. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I was I was going uh Zach, Zach zigs when Zach should zag.
0: Yeah, you know, I think Zach, Zach needs to tone it Zach down do. a bit. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm thinking right now. <laughs>
1: oh, Jesus Christ. That went to hell in a handbasket real quick. Uh but what what we were talking about, uh, I was we were we were talking about kind of how we've always played D&D a little bit uh differently than I would say most groups and you know I, I i'm not saying that's necessarily a good or a bad thing uh case in point you know i've dm'd for other individuals who probably don't necessarily care for the way i do things but i just wanted to talk to you guys about it because we have a little bit of an advantage here in that everyone in this room learned how to play underneath me so i didn't know like if that's altered your perception of the Sounds game like or the way you approach it oh now. i'm just over here big long big long <laughs> big strokes. circle jerk uh, honestly I mean, so if, if we're doing anything wrong you can blame Roger. 100%. One, we oh, all we're doing a whole bunch from- of things wrong. <laughs>
4: I mean, it's not really wrong, though, because like that, that, the whole point of, like, like you mentioned earlier, the whole point of D&D is like the DM is the rule book. so like, it, you know, he sets the pace, he sets the tone, he sets the story, he decides what you can and can't do. Right. And, and honestly,
3: like, I, I think having learned from underneath you, it oh. makes sense that you're the DM, because you've always been the Dom, you've always been our top. <laughs>
4: That's true. Wha-
1: <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Zach. Thank you. Yes, Daddy. <laughs> If we're gonna go that route, if you really want to trace it, then you should thank my original DM first time I played Jesse because that's where I got all my sort of stuff from. Oh, oh. So you're just one of Jesse's girls. I yeah, I really am. You know, just <laughs> no, I, I met
4: I met Jesse once through his bedroom door in your dorm. Yeah. Oh. and I don't even know if I've ever actually
1: seen his face. I don't know if you ever actually met him. There was the there was the guy who looked
3: like a Columbine killer. There was no. That there was, was the not him. there was the guy who made weapons.
1: Nope, nope, that was not. There him. was the Bless guy whose teeth
3: looked like his mother was
1: his sister. No, that's not Jesse. But uh, now nah, he he kind of taught me everything I know on it. But I I, I was just always curious about you guys' thoughts because we're we've always played fast and loose with the rules, and you for, know some people love that, some people hate that. Even back when we did three point five, I mean it it's always- good
3: and bad. Uh, like I personally have always liked the way that we've played. It lends itself to like. I, I, I had to burp mid-sentence if you're wondering why there was an awkward pause. Let uh, it out, Zach. Just I'm let it out. I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Gotta let it uh, out. Uh, it, the it, moon it missed. It Is the moon missed? It's the, it's, the,
2: it's the juggalo in me, I'm sorry. Yeah, You are a hatchet man.
3: man I, <laughs> I'm not, but I I, I wouldn't mind
2: being. <laughs> Every time I hear hatchet man, I think of Dragon Quest because that's, uh, that's a skill in the game. Aww.
3: Sometimes it can be good, but I, when I've played in other groups who are lesser experienced, it can be bad to be like, that much different than they are, mm-hmm. but I'm not saying that it's bad for. Like, I I like how I how how you DM'd, and how like we are as players because of it. I think I think the freedom to do stuff outside of the book lends itself to me like. I had a character who was, a, I forget if she was a n- dwarf or a gnome or something real short mm. where, like, you lit me pole vault mage hand or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, like, I remember that. You know, buy the book, can't do it because it's more than a few pounds, more than five pounds, but it made sense with what we were doing, so I always like that kind of thing. Yeah. I like the ability to, to, to smudge the rules for flavor, I always did like. I think fun should come above all else, so, like, you yeah, know, absolutely. Said, I also like that you'll do that, but you won't pull damage. You're like, hey, I'll I'll let you smudge, you know, what this distance is or something or like what I just said, but. I'm going to roll and if I if I triple crit you I triple crit you you know if your
4: character's going to die it's going to die
3: that has or, been or if I
4: send your character up against shades that you know drain the only stat that you have a fucking 10 in already
1: <laughs> and uh, kill you you know mid you know, fight or, or if I do oh, not uh, Nate uh, speaking speaking from sounds like there's some vitriol behind there, that there, there <laughs> is
3: one there is one Buckshank gripe I have lyric. there is one gripe I have Oh,
1: lay it on oh. lay the gripe
0: I'm
3: still gripe me. still to this day mad You didn't either wait until he was free Or NPC Tyler's healer Because my character Because Griggs Teague wouldn't have died Because I only left where I was Because somebody more important to the party Was in clear view of two of them And needed healed two mind flares It was me Yeah it was you (laughs) And I was so tired that I forgot that there was a third one And I'm like well fuck it I'm the only one with the potion or whatever So I go to heal him And I end up dying because of it And I'm I'm just like god damn it we shouldn't have even fucking... I think half the party died. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, every... Uh, well, oh, it was... Yeah, everybody I died so except for Adam and I. I shouldn't even say Matt. I, I've never been more like, this was so unnecessary, but so emotionally hurt it, like damning, that I just couldn't come back from it.
1: That was a rough one. Yeah, that was our original campaign, you know, years he, like, after it started, and it did end in a total party wipe. Didn't the Mind Flayer
4: essentially just make you do all the cocaine that you had? All the... Uh, what was it? Yeah, maybe... Opium. Yeah, yeah, yeah Grix yeah. Teague was an opium addict. So,
3: yeah. He was an opium addict. Krama is more or less an adult version of what Grix... If Grix Teague was the honorable version of this character, Krama is, like, the more nuanced, like... Hunter S. Thompson version. Okay. Of that character. <laughs> okay, what do you need? I need addiction, sad woman story, and parents. All right, <laughs> you Done. and everybody Donezo.
1: else ever. <laughs> yeah, hit the tropes. Yeah, hit them right. Yeah, I, I, I was. I was
4: also a little upset that he didn't have like us, One of us play the healer because like we needed that. It
1: was. It, it was.
4: It, I don't. Although I will say, like, I don't think we were winning that. fight. No,
3: no, 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 no. I'm sure we would have died. If I
1: recall, and I I might be recalling wrong, so I I remember you were in a stronghold that you were holding off against waves of mind flayers and, like, artillery barrages and all that sort of stuff. It was one of those situations where you needed to hold out for a certain amount of time. You never told us that, I don't think,
4: but, yeah,
1: I mean, I don't know. You said there were going to be a The the issue had just been the
3: person was getting married in real life was getting married. Mm Mm-hmm so he, he couldn't commit to the sessions and we just had to push it back and push it back and then eventually it was kind of just well fuck it we're just gonna play and he said he should I think he was supposed to have been there and then he couldn't now,
1: Yeah. Yeah, because there was the session before that where you guys were inside uh, the uh, Riverson, the giant worm, and he was there for that one because then there was like the little boss fight thing and the stomach acid and stuff, and he was there. Stomach acid
4: fight. Grix Teague does totally uh, ripped from Final Fantasy Four.
3: Oh, (laughs)
1: or uh, two. two. Yeah, yeah. Grix Teague
3: does uh, his best Vegeta impersonation when he's blowing himself up to get those spikes to
1: go all back. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that.
3: So, I mean, like, yeah, I, I didn't think Rick's too. I even told you in confidence, like, years before, I'm like, oh, this... Ca-. What's Creek's teague's ending—it's he overdoses and dies. There's like there's no good ending for that <laughs> It's always just going to be tragic,
4: for and that's Frigstein.
1: what
0: happened.
4: And
1: then I do want to give a, a special yeah. shout out too because we've also Andy DM'd a, a campaign oh, for yeah. us. Oh, and yeah. it was it was freaking Ooh, killer. killer. One of the
4: one of the most fun campaigns we, we've had. It, it was oh, so absolutely. good. And,
1: and Andy, you you, you want to talk to us a little bit about that? Because like I, that that was was that your first time DMing? No. No, I've DM'd a few other groups. I think that's the first time I've done more than
5: I think I've done one shots with you guys. Maybe, yeah, yeah, we've done one shots. But uh, I've done a couple other small campaigns with other people. Yeah, that I've DM'd. But that was probably the longest one I've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, that, that was when you were busy, so you didn't really have time to DM. So right. i was just like, all right, I'll take over. I'll DM. I got a, I got some ideas. I still have uh, plenty of campaign ideas floating yeah. around. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I do a similar style to you, a little less. I'm a little less creative off the well, cusp. I don't know. I don't know. That, that was pretty creative Yeah, campaign, that was pretty right? awesome.
1: Yeah. We, did, did we ever throw any major wrenches into the stuff?
5: It was basically like a Soul Caliber based campaign, like early Soul Calibur. They
1: were looking for Soul Edge, you know, whole nine yards. Eventually it a, found it. It was cool. We had all, all of our, like, real world... Well, not real world, but, like, you know, Locations based... We're, were looking for real world... Yeah.
5: world. With some fantastical stuff going yeah. on otherwise. Remember,
1: I was Sheen Hawkman, your stereotypical over-muscly-oiled Spartan man. Yes, and I, I was Tomothy that. Hankson's junior. Who you've talked about yeah. and uh, what a special little lad, little he, little was. lad he was. Little lad he was. I was like, not there for that boy. Game,
3: man. <laughs> Monkey man named George. Monkey George, uh, or No, I'm sorry. I was named Sayatami the Inquisitive. But the full name was George, George Tommy the uh, blue ogre from Yu Yu Hakusho. What's yes.
1: funny is I I remember I know that's your name, but I remember you most in that campaign is Zanzibar. Yeah, <laughs>
3: Zanzibar.
4: <laughs> the character on,
3: itself it's... was was based off of the mo- Hanuman, the monkey from uh, the.
4: Well, I'm sure there's actual history, otherwise, but from its use in Mighty Max. Oh, okay. see, yeah, he always he always reminded me of, like a Sun Wukong type. Yeah, like, yeah.
2: Archetype. I mean, there's yeah. a, there's a lot of crossover there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: It'd be awesome because we we could do a trope because of your character's age, Nate's character's age, and that my character was a monkey. Where it
4: was just like, "Oh, this is my son, and that's the pet." Yes. And, um and, yeah. So we introduce him as Zanzibar um, to to townsfolk. Our, our <laughs> to mother. <doodly> the, <laughs> uh, it's the only thing he has to remind me. mom was eaten by wolves, <laughs> <right.
3: Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why that's why they'd let me stay. <laughs> they. They just want me to get to,
1: for whatever reason, my character just wanted to get to the Danube. I just, that specific exchange was one of the funniest moments that I can remember, and it was just an off-the-cuff, we totally, from Drake and Josh, Yeah. yeah, from Drake and Josh. And so my character was leading beautiful little Tomothy Hanksons and Zanzibar into a town, and we put Zanzibar on a leash, or sorry, we put George on a leash, and called him Zanzibar, said he was a pet. And when we were interrogated about like what we're doing here, I, I made up this story about how Tomothy's mom had been eaten by dire wolves, and the, his pet Zanzibar here was all he had left of her, and we had to go visit the mulberry bush and pip pip to doodly do, and it was just, it was just funny. It was yeah, great. It, was, it, it, was it, was awesome. it was good. I
5: think that. Was that Prague? That might have been Prague. I,
1: and that sounds yeah. About yeah. Right. And we I don't, were, We were getting on it. We were looking for a ship. It, the like,
5: thing is, I don't even know if you needed to sneak into that town. You just chose to do it <laughs> just that <chose> way. You chose to <laughs> do that.
4: That's funny because I, I think essentially, like, wasn't, wasn't, we George technically assassination. Like a, like a morphed lizard man? people? Yeah.
5: So in in the Soul Calibur lore, yeah. the lizard men are morphed by Soul Edge's power. Like, and right, so we're normal evil. people. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what happened to George. And that's how his character ends up being a monkey person in this normal ish world. Right. So, us as characters, knowing that, assume that people might perceive him
4: as a hostile entity. And yeah, we tried right.
1: to dumb him down. I remember George weaponizing his shit.
4: Yes, George yeah. often threw his shit. <laughs> Tomothy Faked his, fe- his thesis, um, <laughs> which we've talked about in a can't trip already. So, I'm not going to go into detail about yeah. that. Yeah. But
2: college thesis. Yes, uh, <laughs> that yeah. They stole from his. Uh, I had to remember that we're his, talking his about mine. <laughs>
5: DMing is a lot about. Rolling with whatever the fuck the people. Yeah, like, oh, I love Oh, I and that's and
1: that's
4: so what's fun. great about it because that's like what the player does too. Like we're just winging it, and I, I've DMed a couple of times, and you just you have to wing it. Like what you write down is not gonna pan out. Oh, not
1: so at all. Case like okay, in point, it, you kind of just have to make yeah.
5: generic. Yep, this is roughly what's gonna happen, and then yep. you have to <laughs> fuck it up. You have to circle it back right.
4: to what you had going
3: on.
1: Yeah. So yeah, like, what's a
3: synop? What's a brief synopsis of your favorite thing you've dm Oh, it was definitely that campaign. Oh,
4: I've, I guess I've
5: only—that's a blanket like one blanket campaign. question to everyone. It, it, I've only
3: okay. DM'd
4: one campaign, and we did two sessions, and it just went nowhere. So, no. yeah, I, I my big thing is I have the creativity, but I don't have the drive to like think about it until maybe about six hours prior to the session.
2: Fair. So, Fair. so
4: yeah, it, it's just like then I'm like fuck. So it's, it's really just kind of half that half-ass story when it could be good. But it, it it isn't, so I just kind of gave up on it. Yeah, but okay. I'd much
2: rather be a player, anyways. <laughs> Fair. Was, yeah, there's 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 a lot of merit to just wanting to play D D versus you know DMing. I mean,
4: DMing's hard, dude. Like all, all the credit in the world to you. I, oh, it's I so I've, much fun. Though. I've also I never love it. never played D D with anybody else other than like you know close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- this is basically the only group I've ever played D D with. Yeah, and I couldn't even imagine playing any other way.
5: Mm. I still, DM'd two other small campaigns. They, they didn't last quite they lasted several months. But they were all with new people. Like yeah, people yeah. who didn't know how to play D D at all. Yeah. So they were kind of very intro-y. I played a multi-year
3: group and but it was like fifteen people. And so not everybody would make it all the time. And there was two sessions where the DM needed me to DM. It's close to Halloween. So I always there's one thing being your friend has taught me in addition to like your DMing style. Setting the mood is important. Mm-hmm. So we turned the lights off, got a karaoke machine for lighting. And it was essentially, like, our group of pirate mercenaries caught up in the night by... Imagine, like, howls-moving castles, like, like floating through the sky, but yeah. it's actually a traveling funhouse. So then they just start, you know, playing carnival games, going through funhouses, and then at the end of it, vampires had taken over, like, brainwashed. Yeah. It was a great campaign. Fucking, it, I... Honestly, I think the best thing that somebody... You can do as a DM with... The idea, but if you don't think the players are going to get there, get the background music. Yeah, that's big mm-hmm. to be what you want it to be, the ambience, and then let yeah. it go from there. Yeah, like because okay. I, I I knew I'm like they're, I'm like these characters are much more likely to fuck around than they are like do the story that I want them to. So I was like, I think songs from the It Follows soundtrack, songs from uh, mm-hmm. like the Nightmare in Elm Street,
1: theme. Halloween three.
3: Yeah, a bunch of weird like just yeah. bunch of weird music.
0: I bet you forgot about little old me here, didn't you? This is Iron Rod Tolman, and I got a special message out there for all you listeners. Now, I bet you're upset that the last episode ended on a hooty-dooty cliffhanger. Yes, it's all very sad indeed, but let me tell you, it's gonna be worth it. Mm hmm. Because the next episode. It's a doozy. In fact, it's such a doozy that I felt the need to warn you before you know what you're getting into. You see, those fine fellows of Rock and Roll for Initiative got themselves a little bit. Well, a little bit unhinged, we'll say. A little bit off their rockers, as you will. Episode 9. Oh man. Oh man, is it a biggin'? We're talking longer. We're talking wilder. And we're talking weirder. As if that was possible, I know what I mean there, but. Oh, anyways, make sure you turn in next week for the newest episode of Rock and Roll for Initiative. It's sure to be something you ain't never gonna forget. Oh, and by the way, you haven't heard the last of old Iron Rod Tolman. I'll be making my rounds when the plot calls for it. <laughs> oh, I can't laugh like that anymore. I'm getting too damn old.
4: But, uh, yeah, so I actually do have a question for more in line with the, the actual campaign we're doing now. But has, so, from when we made our characters, I know George has changed along the way quite a bit. So, like, how how different is your character now compared to what you had
2: thought and wanted your character be? If they're different at all, uh, so for for me for Gil, mechanically he's the same. He hasn't changed at all. I've always kind of wanted it to be like a lance spear paladin. Yeah, no, I like kind of character. I meant more but, like as far as like how uh, you wanted to play personality your yeah. and everything. Yeah, that changed completely. Uh, almost almost a complete one hundred and eighty <laughs> yeah. from from the original thought process but I think it works because I think I think we all have a role in party dynamic where George and Craw are the little more out there personalities while Gil and Benedict are the more like down to earth kind of grounding ones and so it, it kind of works as a you know with, with stories with wacky characters you always need to have the straight man and I feel like you know Either me or Andy, our characters kind of filled that out role. I feel like Gil, Gil has his moments, though. Gil uh, yeah, yeah. Do you think? I mean, that, absolutely everybody does. Do yeah.
3: you think the cinema world's going to come around to that? Remember when it used to, <laughs>
2: right? <laughs> Remember when movies were good. But uh, going going back to to Roger's original statement about you know playing D anD D. So I. Just fuck my question, eh? Hey, <laughs> yeah, fuck my that. question. Hey, I wanted to talk about this, but <laughs> I never got a chance to talk, so. No, go ahead. Fairness, you can can cut. Yourself we, can, off. we can come around back to me. That's fine. Yeah, we can come back around. So, to answer your
3: question, is for me, it's almost like. I mean, again, mechanically, it is about the same of Bart's Bart, but in character wise, it's like tenfold because where the character started versus where it is now, I, the character added depth as it went along, I just would think a shit more as we played. But because I, I try to I try to play fast and loose is how I word it. So I don't remember a lot of the lore until I listen back through 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 to the episode. So it's kinda nice to pick up on the subtleties and then make it in a way that by the time it's released to everybody else, you know, the character seems like it's been flushed out the entire
4: time when like it had an actual story arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where meanwhile it was like
3: year one is just concept. Year two is just, oh, nice layer of paint to color those lines. Oh, shit, now it's all flowing together. And you're yeah, like, and okay, and cool, go, yeah. cool, cool. So, yeah, it's definitely, definitely, uh, I'm definitely happy with the transition. But I think I still, as I said the last time we talked about our characters, I still think I make him too likable sometimes. But, but that'll, shit. For this cantrip or this talking session, whatever this is, how far were we... Will Will my character be more... Mul-
0: Hold on there, you uneducated bag of lettuce. You're about to spoil several plot lines that have yet to be revealed in the show. Though I am merely a text-to-speech representation, I cannot allow you to proceed with this in good faith. May the blessings of Jerry Cantrell shine upon you. May you avoid Neil Diamond at all costs. And may your G-string always remain in tune. And now, back to the cantrip.
3: Which also, like, gives the the, the possibilities. It, it opens them because you can be, like, whatever you want.
4: You can get creative with You can be fucking as stupid as you want to be. And that that I, kind of freedom's great. I, I find that hard with George because, like, I'll be honest, I haven't done too many times where he's been sober. But, like, I it's it's hard for me to be the asshole that I want George to be when he is sober because I like you guys and I don't want to be like I don't want to be mean just to be mean. Well, I mean, we're in character. You can I I know, but like, I, it, I, it still like feels weird. You know, like, I I don't want to call you a piece of shit in a dirt bag you know it just makes me feel bad
3: either (laughs) way way. (laughs) but but, but you could call me a fucking you could be like hey cunt lips get over here i'm not gonna say one but i also don't think george would say cunt lips (laughs) but if you were like i meant i meant you nate could call me zach something like that and i'm not gonna be offended but if you were like I i
4: don't even think me as a person would think of that no no yeah yeah something to say but hey i mean hey my, uh, but yeah no i'm i'm with you there is, is what i was trying to say is I, I, i'm with you there that like yeah it's hard to it's be, hard to be an asshole I, like I, I george is ending up too wholesome yeah yeah, yeah. Like, cross Craw- ending up to the likable
3: villain or yeah. i'm sorry cross ending up the likable victim yeah see uh, jo- george is
4: just slowly becoming like Undone. he realized that he he truly does love his friends you know and you guys
3: are his only friends and you're the only so i'm not going to love him when you guys get when when you guys get to Kra's backstory, he becomes infinitely more tolerable.
4: <laughs> but I, I that's the thing. Yeah, I, George, George I wanted to be an asshole, but he he's he's more or less just ending up the Dude, I will say whenever
3: I think Mina ends up more of a no matter which way you go, ends up a lost cause, but not necessarily in a bad way. But Craw but was always just supposed to was original idea is essentially just the me that I just... Not literally the me that I want to be but can't, but
2: like... I remember you saying, like, kind of the the personality traits that you hate seeing in someone. Yeah, kinda, it's just the
3: personality traits that I hate, but, like, you almost envy it. Because, like, there'd be so many times where I'd just be like, man, I'd love to just be able to tell that person to fuck off.
2: Uh, uh, the the unbound answers. confidence of just not... Yeah, or it or it's, it's, like it's not. Yeah. I wouldn't even say
4: it's common, it's more apathy. Like, yeah, you just yeah. literally like, don't.
3: <laughs> that and because I, I just can't like, unless I genuinely think you're a bad person or I know for sh- like just know your morals are just not there
4: or whatever. I have a hard time actually being. Yeah, same me as a person. Like, and it really have to push my buttons for me. Yeah, to even, get, but once I do get there, I have no problem doing. Right, even like, even role playing, it, it can be tough. So I gotta. But yeah, I uh I, I wanted George to be more of an ass, but he you know, I, I kinda like the way he's headed with just being the the wholesome loving one of the group. Still um, a leech. But he's, oh, he's still. absolutely still a leech. But not to the group. I <laughs> just love he's actually, just to he, his wife who yeah, he doesn't know her name. It, it, and it's, 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 see, George doesn't even think about it that way. He just thinks it's it's to the money. Mm. Yeah. He he needs that money, he needs yeah. a home, he, he needs that to support his lifestyle, and
5: that's you know.
2: Oh, yeah. that makes sense. But he's also
4: in an unfulfilled relationship because he doesn't give a shit about it. So, you know, how does that make George feel?
5: Honestly, Benedict's pretty much how I designed him so far. <laughs> uh I don't think he's really hit a I don't yeah. think he's hit like an inflection point. No, like, he, has, he hasn't hit like. This man has been like. But he's becoming.
2: Points. He's become a little less crotch. Who's yet? the yeah,
5: dude? yeah, but like Prah a has man. had like three crises. You know, George in, like, has had at least two. Yeah, like yeah, 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 Gil's, you know. had his moments. Benedict yeah, hasn't yeah. hit that point yet. It, we'll, it also yeah. makes
4: sense because Benedict's what seventy-eight.
5: Yeah, he's in a seventy. He's, he's also Dude's already had these moments. He's gone through shit that happened during the war, f- dude. Like this man's seen it all, so it kind of makes sense. I mean, something might hit during a really hard combat, maybe. Did he Benedict does.
3: did Benedict get paid well for being Clint Eastwood's extra on the set of
1: Grand Arena? No. None? Is that <laughs> a fact? No.
5: Oh, <laughs> that's a damn good fucking fact. <laughs> that's will we'll
1: put a pin in that one. Put a pin in that right. one. Uh, Watching uh, you guys I, play the characters, you know, from episode zero or from conception even up until, they've kind of developed into the way that I've imagined it going. So if you if, if you go back to the beginning when we're making these characters, like I think it was Biggs who said one of the recording times where we all kind of, well you all kind of set out to make pieces of shit in a way, <laughs> yeah. except for Benedict. And, you know, it hasn't really gone that way but at the same time, I, I don't know if I would call, you know, them all good people. No, not at huh? all. <laughs> I,
4: I think inherently, well, I think Gil is the best of us. Like Gil, deep down, I think is a good person.
1: Yeah. From what he's
4: displayed in character and how he kind of had it written yeah. out, anyways. He just happens to work in somewhat that may be considered the sex industry. I uh,
0: hey, Well, I'm so not like no, no. no. Physical fitness. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, however you want to put it. But, um,
4: yeah. No. But yeah. Craw, Craw. is a piece of shit. George is a piece of shit. Benedict is just. I always just looked at Benedict as. He's just an old asshole. Not a piece of shit. He's just kind of an asshole. I was just seeing
3: some shit. Who is the who is the guy from Spider-Man? I don't know enough about that. Like, that
4: is a lot of people. <laughs> like what do you mean by guy? Are you talking character? Newspaper editor. Jaden
1: oh, yeah that's who he we was. J.K. About. Simmons,
2: oh, thank you,
4: J.K. Simmons. He literally was the perfect
2: JJ Oh, I love
1: J.K. Simmons. So good. Oh, yeah. so good, so good. But when we were like starting and making these characters, my thought was like, uh, it's kind of like Seinfeld. Like they're all yeah. lovable, but they're not good. You know, they're so not, we're not great inherently people. good people. So
2: yeah. I don't think I don't think I ever really planned for Gil to be a bad person. He was just gonna have like a really annoying personality. Was all. You know, this is yeah. really off topic,
4: but I was just looking at you, Biggs, and dude, that mustache is glorious. <laughs> it
2: is. I, like, that is a thick, glorious mustache. Oh, thank mustache. you. Thank you. It is fantastic. <laughs> I want to talk about what Roger brought up with um, the the way we play, because I'm, I'm a, a bit of an outlier in the group. I haven't played nearly as much with you guys. You're still as, family. <laughs> still family. Because, like, I, I wasn't part of that original campaign. I wasn't part of Andy's campaign, so I couldn't really... You know, give too much insight on, on my thoughts about it because obviously it wasn't there. I don't mean to interrupt you but I will say that's uh, that's our bad <laughs> um, on that because we totally oh, could have
4: hit you up but we just didn't think about well, it. I also, yeah, I'm sure
2: you would have played with us. I didn't know you guys yet during that first campaign so that's No that's but different. I mean you knew
4: Roger but, and we lived together during Andy's campaign mm-hmm. so yeah. we, all
2: he had to do was text you. I'm going to be honest like, yeah, up, I like,
3: knew you for years since you and I met where you went to college Yeah because I met you when I met Roger yeah we didn't realize. I didn't realize you lived as close to us as you do. <laughs> so I was just like, "Oh yeah, he just—he's an end. He's mom. just yeah. He's, just, he's there. He's just some kid from college. Yeah, he's yeah. He's just some kid from a college away from where he lives." So
2: put out my my thoughts because I've I've also DM'd a couple campaigns with not with this group but with, with with different groups. One of them being you know some some my childhood best friends uh, versus my my adult my adult best friends. Aww, I love <laughs> uh, you. I love you guys. I love you too. <laughs> and, um, take me. The uh, the uh, you have to ruin it. You always ruin it. <laughs> the campaign I played with them. Um, I get that a lot. They were all they were all new, and I'd been playing for a little bit at this point, so I had to think of okay, how do I construct this setting in a way to cater to them being new, not really knowing how things work, but also letting it be open for them to explore and do stuff, and it just. It was, a, it was a fun thing to figure out and, and, and do and also I think that campaign was my third campaign I've DM'd so still being kind of new at the DMing part myself it was just a cool really fun adventure went on for about a year and a half the only reason we had to stop playing is because some of, some of the people had to move like across the country yep. so <laughs>
0: across the universe it's adulting
2: <laughs> yeah but yeah no it's 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 really really fun seeing that uh, difference between playing versus DMing when you get into a a deep enough into either side to see oh i know what's going to happen here or oh i think i know what the dm's going to do or oh i think i know how the party's going to react so i'm going to set this up and so it's, it's it's just really fun to see from both sides
1: my very important question perhaps the most important question anyone could ever ask you and i will preface this by saying that you will get no explanation, because deep down inside, you know why I'm asking this. Would you rather be a duck or a goose? No know my answer. I would much rather
4: be a goose. And the reason being is because goose are fucking mean. Like, if you get near a goose and you don't have something like food to give that bitch, it will attack you. Ducks are docile. So if I'm a wild animal, I would much rather be more aggressive than docile. I'm going to get killed either way. You know, I'm gonna get shot out of the air by some fucking human. I'm being somebody's like, dinner no matter I, I, what. I'd much rather have the chance to at least bite said human
5: before I eventually die to one. I, I am actually gonna go to the other I'm gonna go duck. Docile, you suck. Well that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> As you said, Sorry. geese are assholes. I don't really wanna be an asshole. And ducks feel like they live much happier lives because of it. Like they're not causing they're not choosing violence. I get to travel to Canada. I mean, ducks can travel to Canada
4: if they. Do, there, there, do they? Are Canada. If there are ducks in Canada. Ducks in Canada. Yeah, but the the like ducks from Canada travel to North America back and forth. I'm right? sure. I'm ducks sure they, do migrate. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure they
2: migrate.
5: Ducks yeah. just seem to have a much chiller life that when they don't choose violence. They got the
2: corkscrew. They do the flying V. Have you not seen the mighty ducks? That's,
5: is that a negative or a so positive? geese? Okay, you know <laughs> what? I'm a bird Platform.
3: I'm glad <laughs> Nate brought it up because I was gonna give my answer and then say I didn't want to ruin it and pass, uh-huh. but his what he said yes, he got corkscrew peepees whoa, whoa, whoa. I would be a duck because of the corkscrew penis
4: or because of the barbed vagina if I was a female if, if I'm gonna be a flying animal cause then I gotta fucking why not be the badass one would you rather be a duck or an eagle that's the difference between a goose and a duck
2: I'd rather be a duck
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be a duck that's fucked cause if I had a chance to be an eagle that's what I'd be an eagle of any kind
2: any kind of eagle <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think I'd rather be a goose because you don't fuck with Canadian goose. That's what I'm saying. I'll fuck with the am goose, and I just know. I know there's that meme of like I, I know it would feel good to strangle a goose Because of the long necks
4: That's Be- fucked up Just because it has a long neck you want to strangle it What the fuck
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love snuffing geese Snuffing geese. We, we
4: do not condone animal violence on this show We don't But uh, I'd much rather you strangle a human than a goose That's why I said the, the, there's like <laughs> Are the, you one there's of those like,
2: people that, I am one of those people There's like a twitter post or something from like years ago That was, that was like I just, I just know strangling a goose would fix me Or some, some shit no, like that and, and every time you hear the word goose I always think of that post. That's it's like, so, like psychopath. It's shit. so fucking weird, but like it's just stuck in my head.
3: <laughs> See, I'm docile like a duck, and I'm silly like a goose, so either one.
4: Aw. It's
2: all water off a duck's back. Okay. Let's but I go. feel like as a goose, you
4: definitely have much more chance of getting caught in an oil spill.
2: Wait, <laughs> but the, then why is a duck on the front of a Dawn bottle? What about, yeah, they don't call a it gray duck. duck. A they call dog. it a gray goose. goose.
4: That is true, though. Gray uh, goose uh, is, gray is gray fucking
5: fucked. Oh, baby,
3: let's
4: go. Yeah, like you said, you don't fuck with Canadian geese. like... Honestly, I I just any any girl I match with with like online dating that needs to be my like my first question because like based on their answer I'll know immediately Mm -hmm. what kind of person they are. You have to break the tie. It's It's two duck, two goose. I think I know. What do you think? Honestly, if I had to guess, I think you'd be duck. What what makes you say that? I don't know. I you know. I I think tenderness. Just based on you know what twenty plus years of friendship, I think you'd probably pick duck. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong.
1: Here's my take on this, even though I, I have. Nicknames from individuals referring to me as a duck I'm actually going to swerve here And I would also say goose Not necessarily for the same reason And that's why we're best friends, right there <laughs> See? Part, part of the, my thought on it is this You know, ducks have no aptitude in solitary conditions Ducks are entirely social And I, I love all social situations And geese are social as well However, when it comes to the goose the The creature that is the goose they are in a much smaller social group you know a flock of geese is, it does not measure in the dozens in the same way the ducks do in addition it's usually about 9 when geese migrate they split from said social group before returning to said social group I didn't like yeah, so they yes. have like their own little rumble, right Yeah, there's yeah. a little independence streak in the goose, and I that that resonates with me. So aside from the uh, you're noting on the uh, the aggressiveness and no one fucks with you, I like the idea of the creature that is both adept on its own as well as with a group, specifically a group it has
0: chosen and values. And
2: so they got know, their family and family in the Northeast. They got their family in Alaska. I will yeah. say,
4: and just to add to this too, because like we we we've said multiple times, people don't fuck with geese, but. A lot of people fuck with geese. Uh-huh. Like, I, I want to be that one goose that somebody fucks with, and I get to fucking bite. I got bit by a goose at a place that I
2: like, where goose should be, but where I shouldn't have been bit by one.
4: Right? Like, if there's a bunch of geese there, get the fuck away. My dad, <laughs> like, my dad he, was riding his bike either. through
2: a, uh, a park one day, and a goose just flew right into him, just attacked him out of nowhere.
4: And that, right. you know, if I'm gonna be a wild animal, I at least kind of want to be an asshole because, <laughs> like, you have the right to be. At the end of the day. It's all instinct. You're not even thinking about being an asshole. You're just reactive.
2: Listen, I don't think there is a single act of violence from an animal against a human that is not justified.
4: I wouldn't even say it's it's not even just, it's instinct. Like, you know, like it's gonna happen. Animals are better predators
2: than we are. Was
1: the park your dad was in known for, like, being a geese hotspot?
2: I wouldn't say geese hotspot, but there's there's geese around there. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's
1: just we
4: uh, need to do more of this. Like, what animal yeah. we'd rather do? We
1: should start a whole sub. Okay, I, I I wanted to make a blitzkrieg joke, but I don't think I can call your dad Poland in this situation. Oh, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> with I'm that right in mind, here. We gotta post yeah. this question in the Discord. Yes, we, we do. Post the uh, question. With that in mind, you bunch of olive munchers, let's uh, let's get this thing thirteen this thing rolling. You <laughs> Thanks for checking out Rock and Roll for Initiative. New episodes every other Wednesday. Can't trip the Wednesdays in between. We'll be back next week. Just want to give a special shout-out to our slew of patrons. Spooky Grook, Frost, Nat Ridge, Grix Teague, Simp for Gooseberries, Mika Fuji, Mead Chief, and more. You guys are the heart and soul of this. Without you, we couldn't keep old Zach fed. So we thank you so very much. So hey, if you're enjoying the show, why not check us out on Patreon? Starting membership is free, and you get access to the Discord. There's a whole slew of things on there we're working on getting rolling out, and we can't wait connect with y'all more any money that goes into this show whether it's through Patreon or otherwise stays in this show our idea is to grow, our ideas to build and 100% of those funds go directly towards helping us improve
0: thank you for listening and I hope you have a pleasant week except for you Neil Diamond yeah!